Good morning, everybody. I got to an Arab Shabbos. Kedush. Today we are learning Yeshua, Perak Tes, Zion, and Perak Tes We saw the Chalukah Sa'aretz for the Shevet of Yehuda. We saw the portion of land in Eretz Yisrael that Yehuda was Eichet Inherit. In today's Perak, we're going to see the portion of land that the Shevet of Ephraim was Eichet Inherit. So let's jump right in. Today's a short Perak. So we'll also take the time at the end of the Perak to discuss why exactly the meaning of Kalah Yisrael is to bench our children with the bracha that our children should be like Ephraim and Menashe. So let's jump right in. Perak Tes, Zion. We're going to jump right in. The second we're going to discuss the exact boundaries, the exact words. If you have an art school, if you take a look all the way in the back, they have some great pictures and great maps describing, depicting exactly which cities we're referring to. It's a discussion in the first over here. The second start up by saying, by saying that it was divided first by the shape of Yosef. And then we're going to see the parakel the continue with Ephraim. The next part is going to discuss the division of Menashe. So it's an interesting discussion. In the Mepharshim over here, in the next parak, trying to figure out, did Ephraim and Menashe get totally super, two totally separate Chalakim in Eretz Yisrael, meaning that Ephraim first got a portion using the girl, and then Menashe got a portion using the girl, or no? What happened was, is that the Shevet of Yosef got made a girl, meaning the portion of land was supposed to be for the Shevet of Yosef, and then Ephraim and Menashe split it using the room or a separate girl. Definitely a discussion of Mepharshim. So Pasuk base. The yachts, and I'm sorry, let's just take one second, one moment. The Vilna Gaon points out of here why exactly was Ephraim the second Shevet to be Zechet in Heron Eretz Yisrael? Why are they the second? So the Vilna Gaon here describes Mipnesha Yehuda Ephraim in Rishia Shvatim Chalmakim Beim Stayed Eregalim Be Abenat Degalim Vechayim Lachem Rishayim Hayu. Man, that the Vilna Gaon speaks out that we find that in general Yehuda and Ephraim were always the first. They were the first by the Degalim. They were first that the Malachim came from them, and he writes at the end as well. Very important idea. We know there's two types of Mashiachs, or two different different Mashiachs. Number one, a Mashiach, which comes from David, which comes from Yehuda. And the second Mashiach, which comes from Ben Yosef. And that's why the Yosef, I'm sorry, Yehuda, and the Shevet of Yosef, which over here we're discussing Ephraim and Zechah to go first. That's why first we saw the Shevet of Yehuda, and now we're discussing the Chelek of Ephraim. Let's hear the second one, Zechah, to get a portion of the land in Eretz Yisrael. Possibly, the Yatsin of 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 Lashon of Basel is used, and it's referring to different places at different points in Tanakh. So B'nai Yosef got these, this land, and now they're going to divide up. We're going to see Ephraim. We're going to discuss the specific things Ephraim got. This is the portion, the second just listed out exactly the boundaries of the Bnei Ephraim. Ephraim also got some specific cities in the portion of Menashe, some small cities also in the portion of Menashe. However, the Bnei Ephraim, the people of Ephraim, they did not kill, they did not conquer the people who lived in Gaza. Rather, Ephraim took over that land. However, they let the people in Gaza live amongst them. They didn't kill the Canaanim who lived there. So again, the Sukhmavir just delineated the specific portion of Israel, the Bnei Ephraim, the Mishpach of Ephraim, the Shevet of Ephraim, was in Israel. So now that we've discussed the Shevet of Ephraim, let's just take a few minutes to discuss the beautiful meaning that we have in Klaus, all that parents and grandparents will see, maybe, maybe Rabbeim as well, that they bless their children on Friday night, saying the bracha of Kisim Chalikim, Kefram Kimanashi. So, where exactly did this meaning develop? So, Rashi and Parashas Vayachi brings down, based on the Midrashim over there, that Yaakov benched the children of Ephraim, that Yaakov benched Ephraim and Rashi brings down, 
Perek Memchas Pasuk Chaf Rashi says, "Habalavar Chesbanav, a person who wants to bless his children, Yevarchem Beberchasam Ayemer Ish, Mina Yasimcha Elaykim Kefraimim Kumnasha." So Rashi brings down that when a person wants to bless his children, a person wants to give a bracha to his children, he should bless them with the bracha Yasimcha Elaykim Kefraimim Kumnasha. And it's interesting that we also added on the minig is that we also added Yevarechcha, which is definitely an interesting discussion that the plates can have to deal with because in general the halacha is a person is not supposed to give a birchas kahanim. He's not supposed to give a birchas kahanim unless he's a kain. So definitely the plates can discuss it, but it seems a minig developed that we say that as well. But let's just focus on this this minig. Let's just focus on this custom that we have in Klyasal that the parents bless our children Friday night. So when exactly does this custom develop? When did it start? So it seems that it's somewhat of a more recent phenomenon. If anybody's aware of even earlier sources, we'd love to hear. But the first source that I'm aware of that brings it down was the morale of Prague, the brother of the Maralmi Prague, and his safer Sefer Achaim. He brings down this minic that on Friday night, the father gives a bracha to his child. This bracha, the Maralmi Prague, the brother of Maralmi Prague, lived in the early 1500s. So that's definitely an earlier source, almost 500 years ago, that this minic started. Sidir Ayavitz, Yaakov Emden brings this minic down as well. And if you take a look, the Mishnah Bura brings this minic down as well. In Simon Reish Ainaf, the Mishnah Bura brings down, the Chavetz Chaim says, that the minig is that a father blesses his child with this bracha. If you take a look, the Siddur Yavitz, the Yavitz himself, Rabbi Yaakov Emden, that's how, in his Siddur, writes that Rabbi Yaakov Emden adds that each person, each parent, should take the liberty to add his own unique bracha, to add their own unique words for each specific child, which we'll discuss at the end, is maybe one of the reasons why we why we specifically use the examples of Ephraim and Asha, that each person has to recognize that each child needs a, a, a special bracha, a unique bracha, and that's one of the ideas the Yavitz tells us, that a person should try to add his own bracha when he's giving the when he's blessing his children, each person should get a bracha, kifi who they are. It's interesting, actually, the Chida also brings them in a safer Devash Lofi, he just brings that from the Zayar Kadesh, that when a person gives a bracha to his children, he should make sure First, he should first thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu for everything that he has, and only after he thanks Hashem, then he can give a bracha. And he says that if a person thanks Hashem first, if a person recognizes all the bracha that he has from Hashem, then his brachas will be effective. He writes to Kishah Adam Reitz Levarach Chaveira Elibnai Ukiyetet Tzarich Levarach B'Tchila Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He has to first thank Hashem. He has to recognize all of the good that Hashem gave to him, and through that he'll be zeichet to be able to pass that on, to spread that on to his children as well. So definitely an important thing to remember before we give a bracha to our children. Before we bless our children, that they should be zeichet to grow up to be like a Fray Menasha, we have to thank Akadish Baruch Hu for the tremendous brachas that He has given us as well. So now the question that the Mefarshim discussed, and it's really an interesting question: Why exactly do we bless our children? They should be like a Fray Menasha. There's so many other great people in the history of Klai Maybe we should bless that they should be like the others. Maybe like Meishu Rabbeinu. Why specifically a Fray Menasha? So there's quite a few beautiful pshatim. We'll just pick out a few that have some beautiful messages. Number one, one beautiful pshat that is over there on the Mefarshim is that Ephraim and Menashe were the ones who grew up in a secular society. They grew up in Mitzrayim with their father Yosef Atzad. However, they grew up amongst the Egyptians. They grew up amongst a society that didn't necessarily have the same values as the Yidden, as the Jews have. And even so, we know that Ephraim and Menashe, not just did they survive through this environment, they thrived in the environment. We know that Yaakov Avinu blessed them and they're going to have the same status as the Shvatim themselves. So therefore, we give our children that same bracha, our children who aren't necessarily living in the, in the times of Mashiach yet. We are still living in Galatz. We give our children the bracha. They should be able to not just survive, but thrive in the environment of Galatz. That's one beautiful pshat. Why specifically Ephraim and Asha? Another beautiful pshat, which I saw a few Mepharshim bring down, it's a really, a really nice idea that they, they explain the reason why we give them the specific bracha of Ephraim and Asha is that unfortunately, if you look through the Sefer of Bracious, there's quite a few sibling rivalries, you know, whether it's Cain and Heaven, 
level, whether it's Yaakov and Esav, it's quite a few challenges that siblings have amongst each other. However, Ephraim and Menashe, as far as we know, they were the first sibling to really have an incredible relation, relationship, to have a beautiful relationship together, to have Shalom together. And that, the Baal Shem Tov once said, that there's nothing that makes a parent happier than knowing that his children get along with each other. The greatest nachas that a father has, the greatest nachas that a mother has, is when he sees that the children, that the siblings are getting along together and they're enjoying being with each other. And that, the Baal Shem Tov explains, the same way that Kaddish Baruch when Hashem sees that Klai Yisrael, that siblings, brothers and sisters are ba'achtas, it brings that Kaddish Baruch with tremendous joy. And that's why we bless our children we give a bracha to our children that they should also be zaycha, to be like Ephraim and Menashe, they should be zaycha, to be siblings who had an incredible relationship, who didn't fight. And it's interesting, we didn't speak out, we, we've only been focusing on the bracha that the parents give to the sons. What about the bracha that the parents give to the daughter? So again, the, where the makar, what the source of this bracha is definitely something that needs a little more work. They asked Reb Chaim Kanievsky, they asked, I saw they brought down the asked Reb the same question as well what the source is, and they definitely were working to try to figure out what the Makar is, because it's not really a Pasuk, but it's, this is not, the, the Bracha is not a Pasuk in the Torah. However, the Nusach that we do use is the Nusach of the Imais. We say, Kisar Rivka, Rachel So I'm not sure what the Pshat in Sar and Rivka is, but definitely this Pshat of Shalom, this Pshat of Unity, is definitely something beautiful which came out from Rachel and Leah. We saw in the past few parashes that it was really a tremendous amount of Shalom, a tremendous amount of giving to each other, that Rachel was willing to give over the Simanim to Leah. We see the beautiful Achdots that the siblings had. So that's again why we give our children the bracha of Ephraim and Menashe so that they should also be zeichah to have a tremendous amount of shalom, a tremendous amount of unity. One more beautiful pshat I saw explaining why we give our children specifically the bracha of Ephraim and Menashe. The Nitziv brings down Rav Naftali to Berlin and Sefer Hamak Dover of the Torah on Parshat Vayechi. He brings down like this: I will Ephraim Menashe Kol Echad. Ephraim and Menashe, they were both tremendous people. However, their godless, their mindless, were two totally different things. Ephraim, Ephraim's Mida was that he was a tremendous Tamachacham. He was the one who was engrossed in Torah. He was the one who was studying in learning. Menashe, on the other hand, was incredibly involved in Sarchi Tzibar, in, in helping Klai Yisrael, in helping, whether it's Tzedakah, whether it's Chesed, that was the Tachas, that was the Tafkut of Menashe. And therefore, the idea is we're blessing our children, whether you're going to be like Ephraim, whether you're going to be like Menashe, you, ha- you are equal, you're both the same, you are both equal in our eyes. And that's the idea, says Nitziv. We don't just give our children the bracha to be like one specific person. No, because each child has its own unique path, has its own unique miles. And that's the idea. Like, each child has its own unique path. So that's why we use the example of Ephraim and Asha, two brothers who were both incredible, who we saw have the same status as the Shvatim, but each had totally two different paths, two totally different missions in this world. And that's the bracha we give our children that they should each one of our children should fulfill their unique purpose, their unique mission in the world. Like we saw from the Yavits, we should try to add in a specific nakuda, a specific idea which applies to each child. It's interesting that Nitziv himself brings down that technically, you really, if you have a son who you think is cut out to be a leader in Klai Yisrael, to be involved in Zechary where then you really should bless him to be like Menashe, and not necessarily like Ephraim. And same thing vice versa, you should bless a child who you think is destined to be Tamachach like Ephraim. But we don't do that. We say both like Ephraim and Menashe, but the idea is we have to recognize that each child has his own unique path, own to and try to help him bring those out. Have a wonderful Shabbos.